So this is Pentecost. Pentecost is the time of the first fruits in Israel. All right? Now, how do I start? You know the story that is in the book of Exodus, how God talked to Moses, and he told Moses to go to Egypt and let the Pharaoh, the king, know that he, God, wanted Israel to be free. Israel had been in for more than 400 years, has been in slavery. Of course, the Pharaoh didn't want to let them go. There were more than a million people working free. It's not easy to let a million people working free for you. So he wouldn't let them go. But a bunch of signs came that were curses upon the people of Egypt in order for them to realize that they have to submit to God's desire. The last of the signs was the death of the firstborn. If you don't let them go, the firstborn is going to die. Of every family. We're talking about that. Every family. For example, if I am the firstborn of my brothers and sister, I would die. But if my father happened to be the firstborn of his family, he will die. And if my mother who happened to be the firstborn, she will die. So families will have a bunch of dead people. Horrible. The curse. Disobedience will activate curses in your life. You want blessings. Say, I want blessings. Say, the blessings of God are mine. Say it. Remember what I told you. You have power in your tongue. Express what is in your heart. I don't want to teach about this now. But remember, the words before were marked for communication, were marked for creation. The first time we hear words in the Bible was God speaking, let light be, speaking creation. So there is a lot of power in the word. That's why Proverbs 18.21 says, the power of life and death are in the power of the tongue. So speak it out. Speak good things about you. Even though people think you are crazy because you may be going through terrible times, it doesn't matter the times. Times can be changed by the word of God. I say times can be changed by the word of God. And what, how can it change it? If you, if you allowed the word of God to clash against the situation that may be appearing. You hear that? So, say the blessings are mine. Say it, the blessings are mine. Let the devil hear you and let him tremble. Praise God. Because you know, as I've been saying, I've been saying the Spanish services a lot. We got a break. We cannot be timid. We cannot be timid. We got to be aggressive. These are different times we're living in. These are the post times that the Bible calls perilous times, perilous times, dangerous times. So this is a time that we're going to be tested to see what are you made out of. <laughs> All right? But if you pass the test, showers of blessings are going to come upon you. Let me get back to this. Don't, don't take me out of my thing, please. 
Uh, so, all right. So let me see where, where, where I left it. Okay. Moses then was, got the last sign, was the death of the, of the firstborn. And uh, the spirit of death will come upon Egypt and kill the firstborn of every family. But God says, my people, at that time, my people is Israel. And they were living in a section called Goshen over there in Egypt. And then he established the Pazah. The Pazah is the Passover. La Pascua in Espanol. Passover in English, Pazah in Hebreo, Hebrew. So they start this. And uh, he gave him instructions of how to kill a lamb and how to get the blood of that lamb and mark with that blood, I told you, the power of the blood. They mark with that blood their houses, the length of their windows, etc. And they gave the instruction of how to eat that lamb. When the time came, they have killed the lamb, they have prepared the lamb, they have painted, not painted, but just marked the houses with the blood of that lamb. And when the spirit of death came killing upon Egypt, the spirit of death came upon Egypt and killed every firstborn of every family, will see the blood in that house and will continue without touching it. Because the blood of the lamb is what marks you that you are untouchable. Give yourself a hand. Are you following what I'm saying? This is heavy. This is heavy because it's, you need to know this. And not only know as information. This got to get a revelation in you that the blood of Jesus has marked you. Because whatever happened then there was just a, 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 a shadow of what was coming. The Lamb of God was about to come. And that was Jesus Christ. And the blood was the blood of Jesus that he shed for your salvation. Praise the name of the Lord. So that was happening in, the, in, in what they call the Passover. All right? So since then, the Jewish people have been celebrating the Passover meal. The Pascua. It's a tiempo. That timing. Sometimes I go in Spanish. It's easier for me. It could be worse for you. <laughs> so. But are you following what I'm saying, right? You're getting the, the, the drift. All right. So. Now. 50 days after Jesus rose from the dead, which was in the time frame of the Passover, Jesus come out of the tomb. He was on earth for 40 days, the Bible say. He showed himself within those 40 days several times. You read about Thomas, he didn't believe that he was alive, and Jesus appeared, said, put your hands here, your fingers in my, in my side and your fist, etc. So you'll know that it's me. This is not a ghost. This is me. I am alive. So many times Jesus in those 40 days make appearances. 
In the day 40, Jesus was about to ascend to heaven to present himself to the Father. Now, that was 40 days. As he was going to go up, he talked to his disciples, his apostles and his other disciples. And he said, don't leave Jerusalem. Don't leave Jerusalem because I'm going to be sending you the Comforter. The Comforter is the Holy Spirit himself. The Comforter is, the name in, in Greek is Parakletos. Parakletos has eight different meanings. They're all great meanings for you. That you're a helper, the one that never leaves you, the one that is beside you. You know, the Holy Spirit really is God. It's not a thing. Right. All right? So when we say God is with you, it's the Holy Spirit with you in this period of time, in this, uh, in this uh, dispensation. So uh, I will send the Holy Spirit. So he left the 40th day he lived. Then they stayed in Jerusalem waiting for the promise. They didn't know when they was going to come. They only knew that in 10 days was going to be the first fruit celebration. And people were already coming from all the countries around, Jews that live in the countries around, like every year. They come with everything, with their first fruits. Carts full of fruits and vegetables, etc. A lot of money, cows, everything that it was the first fruits of them. Their income. That was the first fruit. They came to present it to the Lord. God is first. Thanking God for everything that God will give him that year. All right? So they came like that. So it was a big mess, really. Everybody, all the cows and everybody together. So, in that tenth day, all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit fell upon. Upon them that were in the upper room waiting for the promise that Jesus told them, which happened to be the day they were celebrating the first fruits. Are you following what I'm saying? Because 40 days and 10 days are 50 days. So 50, Pente is 50 in, in Greek, 50, Pente, Pentecost. 50 days. What is the, the importance of the 50 days? The importance of the 50 days is going back now. When Moses took out of Egypt this, the, the, the Israelites that were in slavery, they went in the desert. And they arrived to Mount Sinai, a big mountain. And in that mountain, God gave Moses, the Ten Commandments in a stone. But you know when God gave it? Fifty days after they have left. This is amazing, man. Everything, you say, but what a coincidence. It's no coincidence with God. He's an engineer of everything. So, fifty days after they left Egypt, he went into the mountain and God gave Moses the Ten Commandments. So what they were celebrating, they, and they still do, the Jewish, they were not celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ because they don't believe in Jesus Christ. They were celebrating the law was given to Moses. 
in the day of the first fruits, which are 50 days after they left. You got the story. You got it down? Now, the thing is that Jesus Christ died in the, in the, in the Passover. Jesus Christ walked the earth after he rose from the dead for 40 days. And then the disciples waited 10 days, which made 50 days. And when they were celebrating the first fruits and celebrating that the, devil, the, the law was given to Moses, we were celebrating the beginning of the church of Jesus Christ. Give the Lord a hand. Wow, man. Powerful, 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 powerful. So today is a very important day for us. Extremely important day for us. Because, uh, let me read that, that passage. That it will be in uh, the book of Acts. Book of Acts chapter 2. Well, in chapter 1 is when Jesus tells them, don't leave. Don't leave Jerusalem. Wait for my, the promise that I gave you, which is the comforter. Etc. But the actual thing, the day of Pentecost, chapter 2 of the book of Acts. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly, say suddenly. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. My Lord Jesus as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. This is so important. First of all, thus, you see, they were filled to begin the work of the church. To begin the work of the church. But there's, there's some principles here that work in many manners. Work in many manners. First of all, it says, they were all in one accord. Whenever the Holy Spirit is going to move in your life, you better be in one accord. You listen to me? You see, the Holy Spirit will not manifest when there is no, no disagreement, when there is friction, when there is a strife. Be sure you are okay with your wife that day that you're expecting something to come from God. All right? Ah, why do you say that? All right? Uh, be sure you check your heart. If you're expecting anything from God, check your heart. And see who you have to forgive that you haven't forgiven yet. In other words, remember, the law, the law is love. The law is love because God is love. Remember, faith is the activator of all the promises of God. Faith is the activator of all the promises of God. And then in Galatians says, but faith worketh by love. That's heavy. So it's like you have the machinery, but if you don't put oil, it will burn. It will not work. So, I have faith, but I have no love. Hey, it won't work. So whatever you're expecting from God, even though you may learn everything you need to learn, how faith works, how it develops, and how can you be, uh, how could it be processed, if you don't have love, you are going to have a big problem for that faith to manifest. Whatever you are expecting. You got it? You got it? You got it? So check yourself. And forgive those who haven't forgiven yet. 
Está contentando? <risos> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Father. You have to be in one accord. In other words, to be in one accord, love must be reigning or you will not be in one accord. In Spanish, it says unanimous juntos. Together in unity. It's one accord. That's what I say in Spanish. Unanimous juntos in one accord, the translation. That means together in unity. Not only together. You can be together and not be in unity. You follow? In other words, you're going to check your heart. You're going to have to check it right. You, you cannot check your heart and try to escape. Because sometimes we check our hearts trying to escape where we are at. No, no. You want to find out your mistake. You want to you, let show me, Spirit, Holy Spirit, show me my errors. Show me where I'm wrong that I may adjust. Because there comes the rushing mighty wind who is an adjuster. Oh, my God. The rushing mighty wind is an adjuster. It will adjust you. It will, it will take away things that are bad, that is all around you, but then it also will bring good things. Do you follow? So this is so important. This is so important because, you see, the Holy Spirit, that, that rushing mighty wind, the rushing mighty wind is the breath of the living God. The breath of the living God. He blows. He blows. That's why whatever is bad is erased. It's taken away. And then after it's cleansed and purified, he brings whatever good and new things and fresh things are there to bless your life. Because as your life is blessed, the more you're able to do for him. Remember, you are, not do, you are not here for you. You are here for him. The Bible says that he, you are here for the pleasure of God. And he's ready to give you everything you want and need. Because he loves you. The only thing is that he wants you to walk in love. To your brothers and sisters. All right? So, there are great things coming. There are wonderful things coming to the church. Wonderful things coming to the church. And uh, we celebrate this day realizing the tremendous importance. The tremendous importance of Jesus' death, of Jesus' resurrection, and the beginning of the church. Raise your hand toward heaven. Praise God. Bless you be the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Master. There are new things that are about to happen in your life. I am telling you. Don't be, do not be scared for the things that you may see here on TV or whatever it may be. Just be sure that you stand your grounds. You hear? You stand your grounds, especially parents with their children. Don't allow the teachers to rule 
your children. You rule your children. Don't allow this new culture to take your children away from you. you. God gave you your children. It's your responsibility. Anyone else that come into the picture is to help you raise your children. You're not helping them. They're helping you raise your children. So maybe now we're going to have to check our hearts and do perhaps a little better as parents. All right? So now so that we see the, the difficulties and problems of how the devil is working, so maybe now we need to adjust a little bit in that area. Because things are going to get worse. The church is being right now persecuted. It's a persecution. It's an indirect persecution, but soon will be a direct persecution. And you're going to have to stand. Stand firm. And just declare that Jesus is your King and your Lord. To Rey, Señor. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So we are here to continue the work of Jesus. What? Okay, John, put there John 14, 12. Give me that John 14, 12. What did Jesus told us? Very, verily, twice he says verily. Just trying to emphasize whatever he's going to be saying. I say unto you, he that believeth on me, who believes in here? In Jesus Christ. Raise your hand if you believe in Jesus. Well, he's talking to you. No, they were talking to them. No, he's talking to you. They're already gone. Now we are reading this because he's talking to me and to you. He that believeth on me, what happened for those that believe on you, my Lord? The work so that, that I do, Shall he do also? The works that I do, shall, shall, shall he do also? We are supposed to continue the work of Jesus. Not to do what he did in the, in the matter of the sacrifice. Only he can do that. I'm talking about in reaching out for people to know what he did. And how people have to come to the foot of the cross. In other words, if I have to do the work of Jesus because Jesus leaves, because if Jesus would stay, I don't have to do his work. If Jesus leaves, well, if I leave, I have to send you the Holy Spirit, the Comforter. And then he says, the work that I do, you will also do. Why? You know, I, you are here to, this is not received well. You are here to substitute Jesus. What do you mean substitute Jesus? I'm telling you. He says, the work that I do, you shall do also. When shall I do it? When I leave. When I leave, you, the church, you, 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 and you that are alive at that time, you will do what I do in my place because I'm leaving. There are words that are the religious mind will not allow you to accept. Meaning substitution of Jesus. Well, you're going to be doing what he does because he's not here. Have you ever been in school that you have a substitute teacher? You know why you have to do teacher? Because your teacher didn't go to school. <laughs> she, didn't go to she didn't go to work. She didn't go to work. So substitute teacher came. 
Somebody took her place. Correct? You're going to take Jesus' place. Because he's leaving. He left. And since he left, now the Holy Spirit is here. In that rushing mighty wind, it's strengthening me in order for me to be able to do what Jesus did. Give the Lord a hand. Praise God. So in other words, for me to do the work of Jesus, that rushing mighty wind has to strengthen me, has to strengthen my health, has to strengthen my money, my economy, has to strengthen my peace, has to strengthen my tranquility and my peace, has to strengthen me in every manner that I may be able to shine with power. Prepare yourself to receive great things that are coming. But then you have to know by faith that Jesus has left you here with a calling. There, you don't have to do what I do, and I don't have to do what you do. We have a purpose, same purpose, but with a different method of arriving to that purpose or, fin or finishing that purpose. So that's it. Wherever you at, in your office, in whatever, in whatever, God has a plan for your life, and he, want, he wants to super bless you, super strengthening you. Now, you may say, but the way I am now, do not allow your present to dictate your future. So whenever I say these beautiful things that God is going to do, if you are in a hole, you say, but oh, come on, that sounds so good. I wish it was true, but it will not happen because you wish. It's not a wishing. It's to know that if God said it, you believe it. And if God said it, you believe it, even though it may clash with your mind or your reasoning. You follow? So stand tall, declaring that Jesus is Lord. Declare that you have a mission on this earth. Praise God. God is good. And this Memorial Weekend, don't forget to honor those that have fallen in order to, for this country to be where it's at now, or where it's supposed to be at now, even though some people don't want it to continue like that now. But I love you. Stand on your feet. Praise God. Do you receive anything? Amen. Praise God. Now, you know what Pentecost is? No, I forgot. Well, then got to wait next year to say the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Blessed be the name of the Lord.